WUKY presents health news you can use. It's Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. It's a rare Kentuckian whose life has not been touched by suicide in some fashion. We have a higher rate of suicide than the U.S. as a whole, and it's the second leading cause of death for those between the ages of 10 and 34. I recently spoke with Mark Woods, Chief Nursing Officer for Behavioral Health at UK Healthcare and also Chief Nursing Officer at Eastern State Hospital about QPR training. Mark, thank you so much for talking with me today. Um, I wanted to touch base with you about the online QPR training, which I, I recently completed. What is QPR training and why is it so important for us to consider? Oh, thanks for having me, Greg. Uh, so QPR is uh, stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And just like CPR, it is um, an emergency mental health intervention. And it's for suicidal persons. It was created back uh, in uh, the mid-'90s. And uh, the intent is to essentially identify people who are at risk uh, or who are suffering and interrupt the crisis that they're in and essentially direct that person uh, to, uh, to the proper care. And, uh, and it's super important, right? So like over the, um, you know, over the course of the last decade or so, we've seen, you know, decreases in uh, deaths from, you know, cancer and cardiovascular deaths. And we've seen like a trend of, you know, a reduction, which means, you know, we're sort of, you know, as, as a society, we're improving those things. But unfortunately, with suicide, it has, uh, you know, over time, it has just continued to uh, get worse. And so, um, you know, we've got lots of markers that, that tells us that, you know, we truly are in a mental health crisis right now. Well, and, you know, I, I learned a lot from taking the online course, and it, it's just proof that, you know, no matter how long you've been doing something in your profession, there's always more to learn. And one myth that I really enjoyed seeing busted in that training is the myth that somehow by bringing up the the concept of suicide, you might be planting the idea in someone's head. And it's actually the exact opposite, right? Oh, it is. It so is. You know, really, uh, when people ask, you know, what's the, what's probably the most important thing uh, for, for me uh, in, in making a difference with someone like that? And it's it's that confidence. It's that confidence to have that conversation and to ask those questions, you know, to actively ask someone, you know, are they, how are they feeling or how are they doing or bringing up to them uh, signs that, that, that you see uh, that suggest maybe they're not doing so well. And so uh, I'm so glad to hear you took it, Greg. Uh, it's super easy to do. You know, it's, it takes maybe an hour, a little bit longer than an hour, something like that. And, um, you know, everybody that comes away from it that I've talked with uh, usually will come away saying, you know, I just feel a little bit more confident about having that conversation with somebody. I, I think that's that was one of the biggest hurdles that I've had in the past with friends, with colleagues, with with acquaintances of like, I'm worried about this person, but how do I overcome that first obstacle of like, what do I say? And how do I not? Yeah. How do I not mess up? And and I, one of the things, the gifts that this training gives is that um, you you really can't mess up if you truly care and have at least this this very easily learnable framework to approach somebody that you think may be in trouble. Absolutely, you know, 
it's really that early uh, recognition. You know, I mean, the sooner that, you know, we identify these warning signs, uh, you know, the sooner that they're detected and help us sought, you know, the better outcomes uh, that this, better chances for outcomes for this patient, for sure. And, you know, asking somebody about the presence of, you know, their thoughts, you know, suicidal intents and, and whatnot, it just, it really just opens up a conversation that could refer, like you said, could lead to a referral for help for that person. Now, I, I know that the QPR training has been promoted within UK. Is this something that is also available to members of our community who aren't affiliated with the university? Absolutely. You can do a lot of these. So I'm glad you plugged that, Greg. You know, if, there, if you're an employee at UK Healthcare, uh, it's free. Yeah, literally, you go on the loop, and all you have to do is type in QPR. And that will take you to a place where you can start to get registered, and uh, it's highly, highly encouraged. And they've seen uh, a pretty high number of, uh, you know, a, a, a great response for that. Uh, for persons on the out in the community, um, and again, that's one of the beautiful things about this program is that it's for clinicians, it's for the layperson, it's for the family members. Um, uh, it's for persons that are professional, but they're outside of the clinical professions. Um, and yeah, you can uh, you can actually just go to their website, QPR Institute, and uh, they have a way for you to look up like local uh, places in your community to go to in-person trainings. And then they also have online options. And I want to say the cost for that is around. $30 maybe. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's it's a moderate thing, uh, particularly if you if you think about what you're gaining from that training. But yeah, you just go to the website uh, and um, uh, register there and uh, begin to take this online course about an hour and a half. Well, Mark, before we part, is there anything else about QPR training that you would want our listeners to know? Just that, uh, I think just like CPR, you know, a long time ago, we, we, I think it's pretty commonplace for people to understand just how important CPR is uh, in the, um, you know, how important it is in the chain of survival, right? And I would just like for people to think of QPR in the same way. Uh, it's, a, it's about recognizing those early signs of suicide, um, applying your QPR skills, and uh, and and then eventually getting that early interventions and referrals uh, on in much the same way we do with CPR, and uh, it's super easy and uh, it's becoming so prevalent uh, in in our communities and in our everyday life that uh, it's it's equally as important I believe as CPR. My thanks today to Mark Woods, Chief Nursing Officer for Behavioral Health at UK Healthcare and Chief Nursing Officer at Eastern State Hospital for talking with us about the easily available QPR suicide prevention training. For more information, visit our website at wuky.org. With health news you can use, I'm Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. Dr. Greg Davis is a forensic pathologist at the University of Kentucky who volunteers his time to cover important medical news for our community. This program is available as a podcast at wuky.org.